Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ. Welcome to our podcast. This is Pastor Madiba. If you happen to be in our area, you are most welcome to visit us. You'll surely feel at home. We appreciate your prayers for our ministry. We hope today's sermon will be edifying to you, your family, and your friends. Welcome. all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Are you happy this morning? If the brothers can just check out that cable, something keeps on pulling the cable. Amen. We appreciate the Lord for what he has done. How many agree that he has done great things? Amen. Last time we came here, uh, to bring the prayer request of Brother Arnold and Sister Rachel regarding their daughter. You know that she lost her mobility for quite some time. Amen. Amen. Then on the doctors, I don't know, Brother Mutlavi, last night was there as well. 
So what happened is that they have undertaken the operation and I just want to appreciate the involvement of Brother Mushab in this case, a very complex uh, case. Uh, before the operation, she could not feel sensation in her feet and she battled with what they call incontinence, meaning she struggled with controlling herself in terms of going to the loo. But now she's able to control herself to, to the loo. Not only that, but she, she has regained sensation in the feet. Now, there is a divine healing and there is a miracle. Now, miracle is instantly, but what we are observing here, it is divine healing. God working with doctors are guiding them to find initially one doctor said to them that there is no way that this child would ever walk again. Amen. The least that we can do is to help her to be able to sit down. But now same doctors are coming back saying she will walk again. Amen. How many believe the God of William Brenham is still alive? Amen. Amen. The God of William Brenham is still Amen. He's the same. Uh, we don't worship a statue, we worship a living God. Amen. So you see, we've got every reason to worship him. He is the God that can be assessed based on his track record. Amen. Now I understand, Brother Nathan, is he here? Alright, let's just sing only believe. There's another boy, uh, I remember the brothers once prayed for the boy uh, uh, when he had an epileptic demon. Now, for quite some time, he had been very well, but uh, during the week, somewhat, he was under attack. Now, Brother Brenham says, the devil's army is commissioned to bring diseases. And God's army is commissioned to cast them out. So the, the devil uh, army has done their part. Have done their part. Now this army will do their part. Amen. Science says for every action they must be. We are now reacting. Amen. Let's sing. Only believe. Only believe. As you bring the son here, I still believe in apostolic way of doing things, of laying hands on the sick, because the Bible says, lay hands on the sick and they shall. Amen. That's the apostolic ministry. Amen. Only believe, only believe the angel of the Lord loves this song. Uh, with our heads about.
Lord, I believe. Many believe in the building. Only believe. Jesus, How are you? Are you fine? How are you? Heavenly Father, this little boy has been brought here so that we can lay hands upon this boy. Satan is such a cruel being. Not only cruel, but he's a coward. Can even target such innocent, fragile lives. But I'm glad that there is a remedy. There is still balm in Gilead. The blood was shed on Calvary. And we have seen a man of God many a times confronting this epileptic demon. I remember even the disciples when they struggled to cast it out. But you came, dear God, and showed them what needed to be done. And right now we approach this demon with no sense of respect whatsoever. Doctors can call it an epileptic But dear God, we call it a demon. And if it is a demon, the church of the living God is here. We are standing shoulder to shoulder. And we want to cast out this demon and set this young boy free. Dear God, I believe that there are other kids in school whose parents do not know the gospel. But this boy, his mother knows the gospel. This boy, his church knows the power of the gospel. And right now we are laying our hands upon this boy. We want to cast out this demon. And we say, Satan, we cast you out. You don't have the right to take over this body. This body is the temple of the living God. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Satan, I confront you. 
You are a liar. You are powerless. The blood of Jesus Christ paralyzed you. You cannot take hold of this boy. In the name of Jesus Christ, I cast out this demon right now. You have no right, Satan, to cause whatever you are doing here. I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We don't need any permission. We have a permission. We have an authority. The scripture says if you cast demons in your name, the Lord will act upon that instruction. And right now there is a power given to the human race, which is the name of Jesus Christ. And right now I pronounce the name of Jesus Christ over this little body. And dear God, may the power of heaven come and consume this body so that the power of Satan, the power of God cannot coexist, dear God. There shall be healing upon this boy. He will grow up to testify about your divine power, dear God. He will preach the gospel and tell the people that there is a God who is a healer. He is not a historical God, but is a God of now. Dear God, you are not a stretcher. You open the Red Seas. You closed the lion's mouth. Dear God, you made the fire to be harmless. And right now, the same power is in the building to declare healing upon this boy. In the name of Jesus Christ, I say, Satan, you are no longer going to return here. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. God bless you. Amen. We appreciate the Lord. Let's turn to the book of Genesis. I would invite you to stand to our feet when it comes to the reading of the word. We all stand to our feet out of respect for the king. Amen. Even in the parliament, when the president comes in, they stand up. Amen. Even if he's a crook. How much more about Jesus Christ? Let's all stand up out of respect for the reading of the weight. Amen. Shall we read together? Is it found? Amen. Let's get into the business of the day. And Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. And he lighted upon a certain place and tarried, tarried there all night because the sun was set. And he took off the stones of that place are we all reading, folks? Yes. Amen. And put them for his pillows. And lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamt. And behold, a ladder set up on the earth. And the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. 
And behold, the Lord stood above it. And said, I am the God, the Lord God of Abraham, thy father. And the God of Isaac. The land whereof thou liest, to thee will I give it. And to thy seed. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth. And thou shalt spread abroad to the west and to the east, and to the north and to the south, and in thee and in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And, be, and behold, I am with thee. And will keep thee in all places whither thou goest. And will bring thee again into this land. For I will not leave thee. Until I have done that which I have spoken of thee, of thee, to thee of. Amen. And Jacob awakened out of his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place. And I knew it not. John 1 5, uh, John 1, St. John, the first chapter, the 51 verse, there it is, only one or two verse, 51 and 53. And he saith unto, unto him, Verily, verily I say unto you, Hereafter ye shall see heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. And no man, eh, okay. Let me leave it at that. Let's bow our heads. Gracious Heavenly Father, we have read a portion of the scripture. May you add, bless, add blessings upon the reading of this scripture. May the Holy Spirit move in a hindered manner to this today. And may people be touched. Those that need healing, may you grant them their healing. Whatever problems that are there, may you resolve them as we commit everything to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. While you take your seats. Oh, God bless you, Sister Rebecca. Welcome. Amen. We thank God for the traveling mercy. Amen. All right. Now... We are just going to speak on a subject here. I want to call it the I want to call it the angelic visitation. Amen. The angelic visitation. That is what I would want to speak on. We believe in angels. Hallelujah. We believe that there are angels, and we believe that there are demons. 
We believe that there is God and we believe that there is Satan. Hallelujah. We believe that there is death and we believe that there is eternal life. We believe that there is heaven and we believe that there is a hell. Amen. Whatever we speak about Satan, we've got a contrast of that. Amen. How many still believe in angels? Amen. And how many still believe angels visit homes? How many still believe angels visit homes? Yeah, Brother Brenham says in the message, the resurrection is the last quotation, sorry to throw you off, brother. I'm just breaking the sequence. The resurrection of Lazarus, paragraph 21. Amen. Brother Brenham says, now, if you want God to hear your prayer, send an angel to your home, live right. I'm giving you the recipe for to receive angelic visitation. Amen. If I could hear that the angel was at the parties, I would say, when is he coming my way? If somebody blesses, if God bless somebody, you must say, my turn is coming. Are you still with me? Me, I'm not the kind of believer that will just be spectator of other people's blessings and hear them raving about their God. I must come to a point and say, what you speak about, I've experienced it. If somebody said, the angel was in my house, I say, me too. The angel was in my house. Amen. Now, if you want God to hear your prayer, send an angel to your home. Live right, do right, treat everybody right. Normally, when you don't treat people right, you hardly sleep. Amen. There are times when the body wants to sleep, but the soul is tormented because of how you have mistreated other people. It always catch up with you. Treat everybody right. Be right before God. And God will grant that to you. Amen. Amen. How many believe that? Amen. Amen. And it says, entertain strangers or visitors. Some have entertained angels without knowing it. Amen. Amen. But let's come to where we need to just do a background to the text that we have read. We know that Jacob, when he saw this angel or when he came to the spot that we just read about, we know that he he was on the run. How many remember that? Amen. Amen. I just needed the volume there on the monitor, brothers. Amen. We know that he was on? Amen. From who? Amen. Uh, Are we Bible readers? Amen. Uh, I think uh, the Sunday school teacher was asking the children and say, who's your favorite character? And one child named some cartoon. I don't know what is the name of who's What is the cartoon? Who? Frozen. 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 Oh, yeah. The Sunday school teacher oh, what is your favorite Bible character? It says Frozen. <laughs> Amen. Folks, uh, 
we need to teach our children there. We need to read the Bible in our Amen. At least when they ask the child and say, who's your favorite character? And they say, Superman. It shows something is broken there. Do we still have men that read the Bible with their families? Do we still have it? Is there men here today? Do we still have men that read the Bible with their families? Amen. I I've introduced a routine in my house where the normally during our family altar I normally would pray. I've been praying for a number of years. Now these days I just pull one and say, uh, you will handle the family prayer. We are in attendance and they will pray. Amen. Then I then I realized that he, even the vocabulary that they use in their prayer, it is my vocabulary. So then it dawned on me that if I don't pray, they will not? Because they don't know how? They must see somebody praying in order to learn how? Not in church, folks. At home. Amen. Wait is just your family together. Amen. Let's do that, folks. Can we do that? Amen. Amen. When I share about what I do, it's not that I'm better. As your pastor, I'm just showing what I do, and I expect you to do that. Because the family that prays together, our families are broken because they don't pray. Amen. You cannot expect the outcome if you don't abide by the process. Amen. Are you still with me? Amen. Now, let's come. And normally, let me not go there. I'm not on that today. Now, then we realize that he, uh, Jacob was on the run. This is after he had dropped his brother Esau the birthright. And after uh, Isaac had blessed him, Instead of Esau, after he had deceived the father, then he was on the run with a blessing. Amen. Amen. The name Jacob means a supplanter. Amen. And God loved this crook before even this crook was born. And God said, this one, I love him. He's a crook, but I love him. Amen. Because when grace locates you, it breaks the protocol. Amen. Societal protocol, church protocol, when grace locates you. How many know what I'm talking about? Where grace broke certain protocol to locate you, and here you are this morning. Now, while he was on the run, then he came to this place that we read about called Besheba in Haran. Then when he got there, then the Bible says, then he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there uh, all night. Amen. Because the sun was set. So that means he came to this spot during the sunset, which means it was towards the evening time. Let's get to the scenery right. It was towards the evening time. Evening time. That's when Jacob arrived at this spot. Now, when he got there, then he began to put the little stones 
And on those stones, that is where he laid his head. Hallelujah. Everything that is there in the Bible has a meaning. That is why he said, Peter, upon this rock, the stone is the rock, isn't it? Upon this rock, what rock? Upon the revelation. Are you still with? That means Jacob laid his head upon the revelation towards the evening time. Uh, do you get the scenario right here? Now, while he was there, then in a dream, then he dreamed where he saw angels, the ladder that connected heaven with the earth. And we realized that prior to that, we had a man called uh, uh, Nimrod. Nimrod wanted to build a tower through which people can access heaven. And while they were building the tower, then God made them to speak in foreign tongues. And it brought confusion. And the prophet said the name Babylon or Bible means confusion. And we realized even Catholic wanted to build a tower uh, during the Nazi Council, and God made them to speak in foreign tongues, which was another Babylon. Are you still with me? Yeah. Now, we realize when he was there, then he dreamt this dream, and in the dream he saw the ladder that dropped down from heaven, and there were angels that were going up and down the ladder. Are you still with me? Yeah. But I said it was towards the evening time, he rested his head on small stones, and which I said is revelation. It was around the evening time when a heavenly channel opened and he saw in a dream angels descending, ascending and descending. Are you still with me? Let's put it this way. The dream that he had, there is a dream that you dream that speaks about the future. But there is a dream that you dream that opens heaven and brings the current time in heaven now. Are you still with me? Brother Brenham saw Sharon Rose in heaven in a dream. He saw the chair that was repossessed in heaven in a dream. It was not a prophecy. It was what was unfolding at that time in heaven. Are you still with me? So here, Jacob was not seeing a prophecy. He was seeing something that was happening, angels going up and down on that ladder. Are you still with me? But we, 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 let's get to the sequence. of Now, he was resting. That means before he could see the angels coming, he had rest. What is rest? That means he had Sabbath. Can somebody say amen to that? Amen. Why did he have Sabbath? Because he had laid on the rock. So when you lay your head on the rock, then you get the Sabbath. Because Sabbath is not a day. Sabbath is a person, which is Jesus Christ. Are you still with me? Now, before he had this angelic encounter, he had the birthright secured. So that means the people that have got, that have angelic encounter are those that have got their birthright secured. And your birthright, you have to fight for your birthright. Are you still with me? Now, when we check this, right here, then the words of Brother Brenham now come alive when he said to the church, if I had time, I was going to show you the seventh seal from the book of Genesis. Are you still with me? Right here, the opening, because the seventh seal always brings God in open view. Can somebody say amen there? Do we believe that the seventh seal brings God on display? Do we believe that God was on display to Jacob through a dream? Yes. Are you still a seventh seal is not a literature, the seventh seal is a person. 
Are you still with me? I hope we are together here. You cannot reach the seventh seal. You've got to meet the seventh seal. Are you still here, people? Amen. You can't you can get into the room and say, today I'm going to reach the seventh seal. It will not work. Brother Bram said, when it opened, the angel flew into me. Because the seventh seal is a living being. That's why you say, if I had time, I will show you from Genesis, this seventh seal moving through the pages of the Bible, right in the end time. Are you still with me, people? Now, again, when you check, you check when he meets Nathaniel. He says, verily, he says to Nathaniel, in the scripture that we have read, he says, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, this after he told Nathaniel that, Behold, an Israelite in whom there is no guy. Then he said, Hereafter, verily, verily, I say unto you, Hereafter, ye shall see heaven open. Amen. Are you still with me? Amen. We'll get into that. And the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of... Not God, folks. Church, <laughs> not God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Upon the Son of Amen. Man. There is a difference between the Son of God and the Son of Man and the Son of David. Yes. He is not a Son of God to you. He was a Son of God during the seven church ages. Yes. Now he is again the Son of Man. Yes. And uh, during the millennium, then he comes back as the Son of David. Are you still with me? We are, we are blessed people because we are not in Laodicea. In the seven church age, he is, he is the son of God. But beyond the seven church age, there is a brother. Let me say, there is just a time allocated there. He calls that, that time the bright age. He calls that time the honing of the pyramid. He calls that time the token age. And this is the time where we are. This is a, this is a dual age. Are you still with me? The world is in Egypt, but you are in Goshen. The world, they are in Egypt. There is gross darkness in Egypt, but you are in Goshen. And there is light in Goshen. There is death in Egypt, but there is life in Goshen. There is no prophet in Egypt, but there is a prophet in Goshen. There is no token in Egypt, but there is a token in Goshen. Get your family in Goshen. Are you still with me? I hope we are together. Now, let's bring this code, Revelation Book of Symbols, paragraph 55. Amen. Are you still with me? This is our favorite quotation. Amen. I hope you don't get tired of quotations. Amen. Amen. Quotation, we can read it every day, but with more and more dosage of anointing. Mm. Now, he says, angelic beings, angelic beings, you, you know, uh, I heard somebody speaking about, you remember the story of the little eaglet? Uh, there is another one other than the one that you know, where we are told that the chickens had gone astray. And after they strayed off the farm, 
of the chicken barnyard. Then the farmer went looking for this uh, chicken. Then he found them and he brought them home. When he brought them, then there was a little funny looking bait. And then when he brought it back, then he realized that the bait was not the chicken, but it was an eagle. And we are told that later there was a naturalist that came on the chicken barnyard and spoke to the farmer and said, this is the eagle. Then the farmer said, no, uh, he used to be an eagle, but now he's a chicken because he has been feeding on chicken feeds for far too long. Then the naturalist said, it does not matter how long he feeds on chicken feed. It will never change that he's an eagle. Once an eagle, always uh, amen. amen. Then we are told that uh, then the naturalist took that uh, eaglet and put it in the palm of his hand and tried to make it to fly. It never flew away. Then the farmer said, I told you that this was once an eagle, but because it fed on the chicken, on the chicken feed, it is a chicken. Then the naturalist came the following day and he put the eaglet on his palm and he said as if it was, he was making it to fly. Right there, it took off. Then the naturalist said to the farmer, I told you, no matter how long it fed on the chicken feed, but once an eagle, always an eagle. Oh, I thank God that I once was there thinking that I'm a chicken, feeding on chicken feed, but one day the spiritualist, not the naturalist, the spiritualist William Brenner came around the chicken vineyard and told my chicken pastor that this is an eagle. And my pastor said, ah, it cannot be an eagle. This is a chicken. He speaks like a chicken. He sings like a chicken. He reads like a chicken. He lives like a chicken. But uh, the spiritualist said, this is an eagle. Once an eagle, always an eagle. And the next day he came and then he opened the weight. Ah, brother, I flew off. I say I flew off. And I'm not returning back to the chicken vineyard. Are you still with me? Scratching the surface all the time. Amen. Now, angelic beings associate. Amen. The power of association. Angelic beings associate together. I hope you get that. That just dropped right down free. Look, if you've got the Holy Spirit in you, then you are a candidate for association with the unseen world and the supernatural. This morning in this church, we are associating with the unseen world. We are associated with the supernatural. Some of the things that we believe are crazy. If you do not associate with angelic beings, we believe that those that are with us are more than those that are with them. We believe that there are more angels in the building right now. Moving up and down, touching believers, encouraging believers. Oh, brother, there is another world within the church right now. Are you still with me? Don't, don't, don't let the Satan hold you back. Tell him that I know there is another world. I can feel it, Brother Bram said, there are times where God will allow you to bump against that dimension. And I say there is another dimension within here right now. Oh, brother, we thank God. 
Then he says, no wonder people can't believe in those things. They have never come in contact. They've got nothing in here to believe with. But when the Holy Spirit comes into the heart, quickly he becomes a twofold being, one of the earth to die and one of heaven to live. Amen. Amen. In his body is still subject to death, but in his soul he is passed from death unto life. In his body, in his body, he has earthly contact with five senses. In his spirit, he has a contact with God through the Holy Spirit. The angels of God visit them and speak with them. They are messengers sent from God to reveal and to bring messages from God to the individual. There is an individual that has got the luxury of angelic visitation. Not angel, the angels are coming to them to bring messages. Oh, our message doesn't come from a seminary. Our message doesn't come from a man's preparation. There are angels that bring messages to an individual. This message is not a product of Bible school. This message is not a product of a Bible school. Do you believe that, folks? Amen. Now, brother, bring the message. Is this the sign of the end times, say? I just want to get into the life of the prophet. Brother Brenham, we know he was born under a sign. Hallelujah. How many believe the prophet was born under the sign? This is the only preacher in this day and age. When he was born, the pillar of fire immediately was there. And say, I don't need any interruption. I don't need any corruption. I'm going to watch over the boy. Are you still with me? Then one day when he was traveling, then he means a magi. And this Magi said it to me, he said the Magi in the message is this, the son of the end time, paragraph 106. He says, this Magi said to me, you will never be successful in the East. Said, you were born under a sign. That sign, that constellation, when they crossed way out in there, the day of your birth, they were hanging westward. You must go. He was now in the east. The Magi tells him and say, as long as you are on the east, you will not be successful. You've got to go westward. Are you still with me? And we know how he brushed it off. And then later on, Brother Brenham then began to have people that had dreams in his church. And one of the people that had a dream was a man called Junior Jackson. And in the dream, Brother Junior Jackson tells Brother Branham, says, you had called us and it seems like we were on a hill. And says, when we were on the hill, at the top of the hill, it seems like the water had washed off the soil. And there were stones there with some writings. And you were there interpreting those writings to us. And it says, I saw you taking something that looked like a crowbar. And it says, he took it and you chopped off 
the top of the hill. And it says, then it exposed a stone where the, the sun had never shone upon that stone. And there was nothing written on the stone. Then he said, you, then you told the people, brother, as you bring that quotation there, then you told the people that they must uh, remain there and look at the stone. And he says, you began to, when I looked at the corner of my eye, then you began to move westward. You climbed one hill and climbed the next hill until you disappeared. And it says, those that remained there, they looked, and as brother, you bring it here. He says, I'm still in, is this the sign of the end times, uh, paragraph 133. Then he, he said, and he said then, when I did that, he said then the brethren turned around after a while and said, did he vanish? Where did he go? And some said, some, and said, some took out that way, some took out one way, and some another. But a very few stayed and looked on to what I had told them. Brethren, this is prophetic. Not a majority. A little few remained with what the prophet said. But after he was gone, another one took this way, another one took that way, another one took that way. But they remained a group of people, small in number, but they were looking at the stone. Who was that stone? None other than Christ. Don't lose your vision of Christ. Are you still with me? They went with isms, but there is a group that never went with the ism. They focused on that stone. Thank God for those that are remaining. Are you still with me? Now, then this was happening in 1962. Then Brother Brenham was in a room. And when he was in a room, then in a vision he had a blast that sort of shook the whole earth. And it says right there, when I looked, then I saw little birds coming. And he calls those little birds, uh, he calls them little messengers. Then it says as they were coming, they were coming with such a, a speed, a terrific speed. Brother, as you bring, bring it here. And it says, and way off into eternity, I saw, this is in 1962, way off into eternity, I saw a constellation of something coming. It looked like that it might have been little dots. This is in a vision. He sees them and then he says, it must have been a little dots. Says there could have been no less than five, not more than seven. But they were in the shape of a pyramid. Like the mess, this messenger's coming. When it did, the power of the almighty God lifted me up to meet them. Yes, Are you still with me, folks? This, 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 this is still a vision. Where Brother Brenham sees angels stepping out of eternity. And they were coming towards his direction. And it says, by the power of the Almighty God, they lifted me up to meet them. They didn't meet him here on earth. They lifted him up of the earth. And they met him. 
follow the prophet here. Bring that other quotation, same message, 211. Are you still with me? Then it says, then it came to me, not a voice, just came to me. Oh, that is the angels of the Lord coming to give me my new Hallelujah. The, the first commission was the healing of the sick. Then there was a prophecy. But now it was, there was a new commission, which was now the opening of the seals. Which was now the fullness of the way coming down to the prophet so that the prophet can take that way and give it to the bride. Are you still with me? Now in the message, believers doubt this, paragraph 2, 3. I'm just laying the foundation with this quotation. Don't sleep on me. Then it says, it's, I'll read this one, then you look for another one. Then it says, in the message, believers doubt this. He says, paragraph 23. And when God, when he sends a great something to the earth, he announces it, he announces it by so that means you cannot meet God's announcement without meeting his angels first. Because the angels bring an announcement. Our ministry is an angelic ministry. Are you still with me? He says to Moses, go to Pharaoh, but behold, an angel will go before thee. Before Moses got to Egypt, the angel was already there. Now, when Jesus was born, then we see Gabriel coming, making an announcement of the birth of Jesus. Because when there is something great that is about to happen, there must be an angel. Not a preacher, folks, not a pastor. There must be an angelic visitation to announce what God wants to announce to the human race. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Now, the seventh seal. 268. Now, Brother Brenham, or maybe before you go there, Brother, let me just do a quick recap on something here. You can remove the quotation. Now, this, this, he says this in, on the 30th of December 1962. He tells them about how the angel would come. He narrates to the church that he needs to leave Brenham Tabernacle. He needs to go westward. Now after, then he left, then he went westward. Are you still with me? Now while he was there, he had brothers, and I think Brother Soothman was one of them that were there. When they were out there in the woods, then there was this blast. And Brother Branham says right there, I thought, I thought something shook right there. And it says now, the seven angels picked me up. Are you still with me? The seven angels picked me up. But after, if seven people pick you up, what number will it be? But this one, seven angels picked him up. And after they picked him up, they remained seven. This, This is a scripture. Don't be shaken. John says, I saw the 24 elders. John was one of the 24 elders. He does not say, I saw the 23. He says, I saw the 24. 
How can you be part of something but yet see it in all totality without adding number to it? This, this is an angelic mathematics. Are you still with me? Seven angels came from eternity and Brahma said, they picked me up and I thank God, Brother Brahma said, one of these days your theophany will pick you up. Are you still with me? Now, let's come here. Then they picked him up and it says, then I got into this constellation. And when I was in this constellation, then I observed. I looked at the angels, six of them, but most of them did not have much meaning to me. But it says, my eye kept on looking on the seventh. He's the one that somewhat captured my attention. Why the first one never captured his attention or the second or the third? Why the seventh one? Then he goes further and says, that one is the one that had the revelation of the seventh seal. And it says, this one looked more notable. And when you realize something notable, it means significant. And when you take it further, there is a certain degree of familiarity. Who is this angel that William Brennan was looking for? Is it not the one that said, Behold, I'll send my angel to signify about me. And the same angel is the one that showed John. The seven church ages, that showed John. The seven seals, that showed John. The seven vials. And at the end of the chapter, that same angel, John, was about to kneel down and worship the angel. And the angel said, worship me, no, John. Because why? I am one of the prophets. And Brother Bram comes and says, this angel, he says, how do we not know that this was Elijah? He doesn't say, well, how do you know that this was mine? He said, how do we know that this was not Elijah? Why is he looking for Elijah and associating Elijah with this angel? This you've got to read between the lines. Are you still here, people? You've got to read between the lines. Then later he comes to say, the same prophetic spirit that was upon this angel, this evening is in the building right now. And the question is, yes, it's in the building, but upon who? It's fine. It cannot hang in the spirit. It has to find the body. Hallelujah. Who, who, who was this? Now, when he was caught up in the constellation, then he said, I kept on looking at this one. This one meant more to me than the rest of them. But before he went there, he said, I had to go westward to connect with the angel's message. Angel singular message. You cannot connect with the angel's message without connecting with the angel first. (laughs) Brethren, are you here? When Jesus was taken on the day of ascension, he was taken up in a cloud. It was not a vapor. It was Theophanes. And if the Bible says in the same way that he has gone, he will return in the same way. If he left in a cloud of heavenly bodies, he will return again in a cloud of heavenly bodies. 1963, heaven opened. Seven angels stepped out of eternity. Oh, brother. Who are those angels? We need to check. Who are those angels? 
If there is a message question, there must be. Bring. Are you with me? Bring standing in the gap. Or maybe before standing in the gap, I hope this quotation Satan did not steal it away from me. Okay. Someone I did not include it, but we're going to get it. Are you still with me? Just say seven angels represented. Amen. Amen. Thank God for the table. Before I get somewhere. I think it is in the message, it is the rising of the sun. Angels seven angels represented or just say seven messengers represented and you say angels. Amen. Amen. Sorry to do that to you but I have to read it. I thought it was here on my notes. Amen. Do you love the message? Amen. Amen. This one I want you to look at it so that you must not think it is not there. Amen. Is it found, brethren? Amen. If not, I'm going to move. All right. There it is. The brothers are very good. Amen. 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 And, the, and the very seven angels, which represented? Hallelujah. Uh, in the message, it is the rising of. Then it says, the very seven angels, which represented the seven churches, all completed. We couldn't even see it. They did. Then they took the picture, not us. Brahman says, you are theophanies, you are repre. Then it says, the seven angels, these seven angels represented who? And who are the people that were represented in the seven church ages? Seven messengers, folks. Are you still with me? This angel, this seven angels, Brahman say. The reason he say I was picked up and I became part of the constellation. That means all the messengers were part of that cloud. Are you still with me, folk? I hope we are together. Now he says, just bring back the in the message the seven seal, paragraph two or paragraph two sixty eight. Amen. Now he says, now you noticed, because after he was taken up, then the, the voice said he must go back to reveal the seals for the lamb. Then 
During the seven, with, as he was preaching the seven seals, something mysterious happened. You remember Brother Branham's house used to be packed of sick people. But when he was preaching the seven seals, he was staying at Brother Wood's house. And he says there is something mysterious happened during that week. When he was there, he says, I was not even disturbed once. Here's my question. If sick people were brought before Brother Branham, where were the sick people during that week? That means the anointing was so powerful that, oh brother, the focus during that week, it was not the flesh, but it was the soul. And God had to make sure that the prophet is not disturbed in any way. I believe that people got sick, but while while they were there, they instantly got healed. Because the man of God was not supposed to be disturbed. Are you still with me? He says, now notice, the mysterious part of this week, that's what it is. That's what it's being. It's it's, It's being not a human being, a man. It has been the angels of the Lord. Are you still with me? While you bring the seven seal uh, quotation, 1963 in America, there was something interesting happening there. It is in the year that Malcolm X was assassinated. It is in the year that, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was J.F. Kennedy, he was assassinated. There was unrest the very same year Martin Luther marched to Washington with one million people. So there was quite a lot of commotion. Next to Brenham Tabernacle, there was a baseball tournament that was going on. Why was Satan making all this movement? He wanted to remove the focus of the people from what was happening during that time. But during that time, the believers, we day, night after night, they came to the service. And a man of God said, I thought the seventh scene was this. But when I was in the room, the angel came into the room and said, this is what it is. Folks, our message was corrected and filtered by the angel. That's why you can't make commentary about this message to correct mistakes. Yeah. William Branham was there in the room and the angel came every night and said, as you are studying, this one studied this way, but they were wrong. The right one is this way. Yeah. What was happening? William Branham the next day, he comes before the church and he says, the first seal, this is what it means. What was William Branham doing? He was breaking the seals. Yes, but why is William Branham breaking the seals? Because the Bible says no man was worthy. Yes. yes, the Bible can never, the scriptures can never be broken. No man was worthy. It was not William Branham breaking the seals. Yes. But it was the same angel that took the body of William Branham and that broke the seals to the lamb, yes. to the bride rather. Yes. Are you still with me? Now he says, and I was in the west. The angels were coming east. And as they came by, I was picked up with them and coming east. And that's why I say, it is a number. But the number that was never added. And the message standing in the gap. Paragraph 82. 
It says, And now, I didn't know at that time that they were taking pictures of that. Bring the picture. This is the picture. Okay, just move to the second one. This was captured in Science Magazine, 19 April 1963. Do you see see it? They could not understand. They had a professor by the name of Professor McDonald from Tucson University, and they studied, and they came to the conclusion that the level at which this cloud was, there is no way that it could have been a rain cloud. And they say the level at which it was, there is no way that it could have been weather an aeroplane because they don't fly at that level. So it remained, it remained a mysterious cloud. Until I know as recent as 2000, some universities were studying about this cloud. Now, they gave a professor in one of the universities, gave them a student's assignment to go and investigate what was this cloud as recent as the year 2000. And now, as they were studying, the students could not come up, couldn't understand what this cloud was all about. Now, one of the students, after he graduated, he was one of the vendors that were selling stuff in Atridgeville. Then he visited the house of a brother. And when he got there, he had studied about this at university, but there was nothing conclusive about what this cloud was all about. But when he went to the brother's house and knocked on the door, And the brother opened the door and he greeted the brother behind the brother, just above his head. It was the picture of a cloud. And right there, the man is here, the door is open, he's being greeted, but he's not focusing on the host. He's focusing behind the host and he says, can I help you? Is there everything right? He says, no, forget why I'm here. He said, at university, we studied about this cloud, but we could not find out what it was. But today, when you opened the door, when you opened the door, when the revelation opened, I knew something that professors never knew. I saw a face of a man. Bring that picture. The previous one. Now, after it was taken, it was not even in this shape. It was the other way around. But after they took it and they brought it before Brother Brother, then a voice said, they are not putting it in the right way. Say, tilt it this way. Then when he tilted this way, then it became clearer. And it comes before the church. This one, this is not a cloud. This is a trace of the seven angels that came from eternity. This was a God of honor. A king doesn't travel alone. A king has got an entourage. Seven angels became an entourage. Can someone say amen to that? And I am tempted because there is a quotation where Brother Brenham said, when there was called, no, who can open the seals and break the seals thereof? Then in that quotation, Brother Brenham said, all the saints were there. And it says, none of them quali- 
all the saints were <laughs> are you a saint? You were there. King Theophany brought you up. Brother. <laughs> Seven angels formed to this cloud. And Brother comes before the church. He says to the church, I've tilted this way. He says to the church, Can you see his eyes? Brother, if you are spiritual, if you are a candidate of the unseen, you can see that the same. Brother Brenham says, when I saw him, I don't like that picture of the Catholic Christ. It looks terrible. Brother Brenham says, when I saw him in the garden one morning, he looked exactly like Hoffman. And when you check this picture, and you check that picture, you can see some similarities. Brother, even, even though I cannot trace, but there is something about his look. When you look at him in, in, in Hoffman's picture, there is something particular about his look. And over there when you look, not by natural eyes, but by the eyes from the inside, there is something. Oh, I'm glad he looked at me through the eyes of love. Then he comes before the church and says, do you see his eyes? He said, do you see his nose? Then he said, do you see his beard? And he says, this represented a week. He was coming as a judge. Hallelujah. And it says to the church, that's our Lord Jesus Christ up there. Yes, something very interesting. As it was when he went up on the day of ascension, so he's coming. Folks, here is a question. He came. Did he go back? We saw him coming, but he never went back. Are you still with me? And I said often, it was the head. It could not be the whole body because here is the body. Are you still with me? Oh, thank God. Then, let's go back to that quotation. He says, standing in the gap... Is standing in the gap. Are we still on 82? Yes, it says now. I didn't know at the time that they were taking pictures of that scientist. Was as the angels lowered themselves from heaven to do what? To bring a message. Now, here, I want you to understand what this message is. The message that these angels brought, it was not long dress. Long dress is a conduct that the Muslims can do it. Are you still with me? This was not a conduct. This was the mystery truth. 
what, what, what are the mystery through? The revelation of the serpent seed. The mystery of the translation. The mystery of the seventh seed. The mystery of the revelation of the son of man. The third pool ministry. What was happening for? Bring the, bring the picture there for. Bring that picture again. This, the, the reason this was significant, there is a book. Oh, we're going to read here. Revelation 4, brother. I hope you're not in a hurry. Still 20 past 11. You're still stuck with me. Amen. Amen. Or right, let's start. Yeah. Revelation Yeah, Revelation chapter 5. Brother Lament, if you can just switch on this fan here. Are you still with me? And it says, And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the backside still with seven seals. Read with me. Verse 1 on the screen. Chapter 5, verse 1. And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the backside sealed with seven seals. We can do better than that. And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne A book, a book written within and on the back side, sealed with the seven seals. Brother Bram said, God does not have a right hand. He said, right hand is symbolic. It represents authority. Amen. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice. Who's worthy to open the book? And to lose the seals thereof. And no man in heaven, nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book. Neither to look thereon. Abraham couldn't open it. Abraham couldn't look at it. He spoke a lie. Isaac couldn't open it. Couldn't look at it. He spoke a lie. Moses couldn't look at it. Couldn't open it. You remember as well he was short tempered. Hallelujah. Even William Branham couldn't look at it. Couldn't open it. He spoke a lie. Are you still with me? No one was worthy. And it says paragraph uh, verse 4. And I wept much. Because no man was found to worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. Why was it critical for this book to be opened and to be read? It was because names were lost in the book. Folks, this, this is beyond Pentecostal. Calvary had taken place. But as long as the book is not taken, 
Calvary meant nothing. Ah, oh, we are moving from ABC to algebra. Calvary is bringing you to Mount Sunset. Calvary without Mount Sunset is incomplete. Verse 5. And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not. This elder is not an angel. Brahman says a redeemed human being. Uh, Weep not. Behold. The lion of the tribe of Judah. The root of David. Hath prevailed. To open the book. Not is going to prevail. He has prevailed. To open the book and to lose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb as it had been slain. Brother Branham said, The elders say, A lion. But when John looks, he sees the lamb. Brother says, the, the elder did not lie. In your message the, in the Seven Church Age book, he said it was happening in sequence of time. The lion became the lamb. The lamb became the lion. And the lion was the one sitting on the throne. It is not three entities. It's one entity taking different roles. One for redemption and one for claiming. And he said, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth, Brahman says it's not seven spirits. Ooh, we thank God for this problem. He said it was one spirit that came seven times. Yes. Verse 7. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. It was not the lamb going to somebody on the throne and taking the book. Brother Branham in the mess in the seals, he comes, he says, the lamb took the book within himself. <laughs> Hallelujah. The, now it breaks Trinity. Oh, we thank God. Verse 8. And when he had taken the book, the, the four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the lamb. Now John sees himself bowing down, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of orders, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book, to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain, and has redeemed us to God by thy blood, 
out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation and has made us unto has made us unto our God's kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth now he doesn't speak he doesn't he say oh let's come to this one revelation 10 verse 1 and i saw another mighty angel come down from heaven hey brother remove the remove remove the scripture then i saw another mighty angel Oh, brother, we've got his picture. <laughs> well, what we are reading, we can show there he is. Oh, thank God. Oh, clothed with a cloud. Remove. In real time. <laughs> And a rainbow was upon his head, which is a covenant. And his face was as it were the sun. And his feet as pillars of fire. I don't see his feet, but I hear the prophet say, when we come to church, you bring your pillar of fire. I bring my pillar of fire. And when we come, we make one big pillar of fire. The pillar of fire is at the feet. Oh, stay with me, folks. And he had in his hand a little book open. Which book? The same one in Revelation chapter 4. The same one that Adam lost in the Garden of Eden. That book is an abstract title deed. And brothers say, the devil caused Adam to lose it. But the devil could not touch it with his dead hand. It returned back to the original holder. But he says, the book does not belong to God. The book is a human race. It's for the human race. But after the lamb took the book from the one sitting on the throne or from out of himself, then he began to advance forward. He had in his hand a little book open. (laughs) Brother, this little book is the revelation of the seven seals. And brother, in your message, the invisible union, he calls it the marriage certificate. Then he said, and he, and he set his right foot upon the sea. And he set his right foot upon the sea. Oh, brother. And his left foot on the earth. And his left foot on the earth. Are you still with me? Yes. Just go, Revelation 13, quickly, verse 1. We're going to come back to that. Revelation 13, verse 1. And I stood upon the sand of the sea. And I saw a beast rise up out of the sea. Verse 11. And I beheld another beast. 
coming out of the earth. So there is a beast coming out of the sea. There is a beast coming out of the earth. And there is an angel with one foot on the sea. And another foot on the earth. What is happening? There is a suppression of the demonic power. Who are the feet? The church of the living God. What is the beast coming out of the sea? Rome. What is the beast coming out of the earth? America. Through world council of churches. There is a church upon the face of the earth. Rome will never defeat it. America will never defeat it. They will stamp on the influence of the two. And here is that church. Are you still with me? Verse 3. And a crowd with a loud voice. As when a lion roareth. Are you still with me? Now he is no longer a lamb. Remember as a lamb. They could spit on his face. But as a lion. (laughs) Brother. He came there as a lamb. He was taken to Golgotha as a lamb. But today he's roaring. He's a lion of the tribe of Judah. And when a lion roars, every other animal in the jungle runs for cover. Demons must scatter today because we are under the lion ministry. Oh, I thank God. The seven church ages opened with the king of the jungle. And it's always closing with the king of the air. It roared in the first church age. But today it's roaring, but it's flying away. Are you still with me? And he cried with a loud voice. Oh, brother, you can be excited. He cried with a loud voice. As when a lion roareth. And when he had cried, seven thunders uttered their voices. And when the seven thunders uttered their voices, I was about to write. You can't write thunder. You will have to write. After it thundered, there was a voice. And the voice brought the message. And the writing, it has to be the message that was declared by the voice. We are not under a thunder. We are under the message of the voice that came from a thunder. A thunder is not something that says thunder to thunder. That's a meaningless noise. When a phone rings in my house, I take the phone and say, Hello! The ringing is the thunder. But I must hear the voice. But after I've heard the voice, I must hear the message of the voice. You can say the phone is ringing, the phone will say, Wait a minute, what did the message say? The thunder must have a message. And what is the message of the thunder? Brother Brem said it is the mystery truth that were revealed in the seven seals. Oh, 
oh brother if I had time I was going to show you what brother Bram say what John was about to write today we have it in book and tape form <laughs> the problem you guys are looking at credit cards and economy and you are living in one of the grandest age Moses would have desired to hear what we preach Paul would have desired to hear what we preach you are the last people in the last lap every resource has been given to you he gave some the gift of tongues gift of prophecy but in the end time he had no gift to give then the Lord himself descended to give himself to the bride and when the seven thunders had uttered their voices I was about to write I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered, and write them not. And the angel which I saw stand upon the sea, and upon the earth, lifted up his hand to heaven. And swear by him that liveth forever and ever. Who created heaven. And the things therein are. And the earth. And the things therein are. And the sea. And the things which are therein. That there should be time no more. The opening of the seals is the ending of time. Stay with me here. Let's continue. But in the days, brother, but in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished. As he has declared to his servants the prophets. Then in your message, the guide, he says, that mystery, what is that mystery? He says, to know who God is, what he is, how he lives, his being, his nature. He says, you are supposed to be all the way up there by that time. Which time? This time. The mystery of God should be finished. As he has declared to his servants the prophets. Verse 8. And the voice which I heard from heaven spake unto me again. And said, Go and take the little book. Which is open in the hand of the angel. Which standeth upon the sea and upon the earth. I went unto the angel. And said unto him, give me the little book. Folks, listen to this one. 
When he comes, brother, say, when the mighty angel comes, the seventh angel messenger is on the scene. She welcome him. Then he gives the book, the one Adam lost, the one that was on the throne, he gives to the seventh angel messenger. Then the seventh angel messenger takes the very book, he brings it to you. Then he says, take the book, eat the book, and prophesy. Oh, brother, did we not talk about the divine diet last week? That divine die, the divine die involves eating the book. Amen. Are you still with me? Amen. And say, go and take the little book, which is open in the hand of the angel, which standeth upon the sea and upon the earth. I went unto the angel. And said unto him, Give me the little book. And he said unto me, Take it, eat it up, it will make thy belly bitter, but it shall be in thy mouth sweet as honey. I took the little book out of the angel's hand. And ate it up. And it was my, in my mouth sweet as honey. And as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. As you eat, this message becomes sweeter, but there will be trials. But here is the recipe. Keep on eating the book. Keep on saying, give me the book. Give me the tape. And the more you eat, the stronger you become. And he said unto me, Thou must prophesy again before many angels and nations and tongues and the kings. Are we not prophesying today? There is where when a child is sick, we can stand behind the pulpit and say, the child receive your healing in the name of Jesus Christ. Because we have eaten the book, we can prophesy before the people and not be ashamed. God bless you richly. As we stand to our feet. There's a song that says, In bright mansions above. I don't know, Brother Brennan met his angels. I don't know how many met their angels in the building. Paul says, I know a man, whether he was in Christ, in the body or out of the body, but such a man, I know. That man looked like Paul, but yet that man was not the body of Paul. 
This message came to introduce Jesus Christ to you, but furthermore, to introduce your original profile to yourself. And the day you see your theophany, you will always struggle and say, I need to look like my theophany. I've given you, as they are coming, the musicians, I've given you a story that I've heard of a young girl that went to town, and when he was into town, she walked past a certain store, and they had a maniki. Is it maniki? Yeah, they had a maniki that had her dress, that, a dress that looked like hers. As she went past, hers was torn apart. As she went past, she said, but the dress looks like mine. But the way the maniki was combed and how clean the dress was, the girl made a determination that I need to look like this maniki. She went back, took a, a, a comb, comb her hair, and every time she came to town, she would look at the maniki and compare herself. As it was happening after a while, one day she was standing there looking at the maniki, other people came around and said, when they were making this maniki, did they make it to look like you because you look exactly the same? That's your theophany. Every time you come to church, you look at your theophany. And you go back to adjust according to your theophany. And one day you and your theophany will be fused together. God bless you. In bride mentions above.
Sister Sharon, you're going to give us a song and say, I feel the pull. I feel the pull. The, I think you know that we are in the last lap of the, with the municipality. Your leadership board have got a very bullish goal. Amen. Bullish goal. They say once the municipality gives, gives us a go ahead, we will finish building the tabernacle in less than four months. Four. We'll move out with, in four months we come to a new facility. All over. From the bathroom, everything will be new. Do you believe that? Yes. You know why I believe them? The last time when this, where these brothers used to be, it used to be a bathroom. There was a room. Where I'm standing, it was another room. There was another room here. Over there, it was a living room. Where Sister Malaza is, it was a kitchen. Where Brother Mshai was, was another room. That's how it was. When we did this structure, we did it, if I remember, we did it in two weeks to get the setup that you see now. So the new one, four months, Edmax will be done. So we understand the pressure of the congestion but uh, I'm telling you, I think December we will not be having convention. I think we'll be having dedication meetings. Amen. 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 Believe with me. Amen. 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 You see, when you are a pastor, you must be surrounded by men of faith. Amen. Amen. They tell you that, ah, this one, we'll do it. And you look at them and say, are you sure? They say, ah, this one is done. Then you say, praise be to God. Amen. God bless you richly. Give us the song, I Feel the Pool. And thereafter, after our new facility, I feel pity for Protea because they will never see us ever again. It will be so good to accommodate us for our conventions as well. Amen. We'll save quite a lot of money. We can pour that money into spreading the gospel. Amen. Wonderful. Let's say, I feel the pull. I hear the call. Brother Mafagaza, if you come and wrap up in prayer for us. Amen. Hey, give the brothers a round. I see brothers are now wearing ties. I give them a round of applause. You see, when a man is putting on a tie, you know he means business. Amen. He means? Amen. Somebody I've heard, he said, the reason our parliament is chaotic is because they are not wearing a tie. Should they wear a tie, you can't roll on the floor wearing a tie. I'm not into politics, I'm just narrating what I've heard. Amen. When a gentleman goes to church, he dresses like a gentleman. Have you ever seen a man coming to meet a president? You put on your the best gear and say, I'm going to go to the house of the Lord. If you need a tie, 
It's available. Go to the trustee's office. They've got ties galore. Amen. Let's sing it. God bless you. such a privileged people, almighty God, to stand, Lord Jesus Christ, heavenly Father, hearing, O God, from above. Lord, we are such a happy people during this morning, O Father. Mm. We know, Lord Jesus Christ, many people are reading the book of Revelation, but there's nothing that they're coming out with, O God. Yes. But the bride of Jesus Christ, heavenly Father, we are reading it, O God. It's a new book to us, Hallelujah. For we are reading it, Heavenly Father, with the interpretation, O oh God. 
For mighty God, your word says, in the days of the voice, all the seventy angels, and all this mystery is finished, Lord. Oh, heavenly Father, as you begin to sound everything, Lord Jesus Christ is going to be revealed, Lord. Master, we thank you, dear Master, that, Lord, you sent the prophet, O Father, to declare all these oracles, O Father God. Yes. And all is coming from the angels, Almighty God. Father, we thank you for being part and parcel of the angelic visitation. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, knowing, dear God, this cannot be done by a human being. No, sir. But this is true God, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, for such, Almighty God, a privilege that you gave unto us in these closing days of time. We know, Lord Jesus Christ, Heavenly Father, you promised, Almighty God, through your word, that, Heavenly Father, every man's word can fail, but God's word can never fail, Lord Jesus Christ. Today we are bumping into our theophile, Lord Jesus Christ, through the preaching of the word, Almighty Father. Hallelujah. Because this is the truth of the gospel, Almighty God. And we know, Almighty God, as more we are feeding on this word, dear Heavenly Father, this flesh will drop down, Almighty God. Exactly. And we're going, Heavenly Father, to be identified with your Theophile, O oh Lord. And we'll be found no more, Lord Jesus Christ. Before, you know, because in a moment, in a twinkle of an eye, we shall be changed, O oh God. This mortal God shall be changed into immortal, Hallelujah. Oh Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. Knowing, dear God, we are not just coming here to church, O oh Father, with no purpose, O oh Lord. But we are waiting for the change of these bodies. One of these days, Almighty oh God. And it's a reality, oh Father. Because it has happened, Almighty oh God, and it's going to happen again. Heavenly Father, we thank you above everything. Bless your church. Bless your servant, oh God. Bless everybody, oh Father. So that at the end, Lord Jesus Christ, you can say it was necessary to gather in this manner. Hearing this, what we are hearing. Exactly. The mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. 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 God bless you. I am the evidence. Amen. How many say I'm the evidence of this message? Amen. Amen. The devil is a liar. Tell your neighbor and say, hey, he's a liar. In Kosovatini, what? Yeah. He's a liar. Africans, what is it? What? Yeah. Var. Amen. All right. I'm the evidence.
Imagine when they say, bring an indisputable proof of this message. And you say, the only proof that I have, I am that proof. Give me an indisputable evidence of the victory of Christ. I am that evidence. Yeah, we appreciate the Lord. Amen. Two more songs we release. You re- remember, Brother Bram, go and read. It says, after the seven church ages, after the opening of the seals, it says, now it was a time of worship. John says, everything in heaven and everything on the earth and everything in the sea had I, John, saying, Amen. You can't worship and be down at the same time. Never. Let's worship God. Have you given them key? All right. I almost wanted to give them. Amen.
Jesus. Brother, wait until we get to heaven. Oh, the saints of all ages. Oh, heaven will shake. It was a wonderful day. How many remember the day when they had the angelic encounter? That moment we call it Eureka. Where you felt, had the gospel and you had that Eureka moment. Matusen, they call it aha moment. When the penny dropped and said, this is the truth. Say, oh Satan, I beat you farewell. I'm not coming back. I'm going to serve the almighty God. That was your jubilee. You remember how you rejoiced. Your heart could not contain your happiness. It was a wonderful day. When the seventh seal was revealed, when he died on the cross, when the prophet was born, it was a wonder. We've got many wonderful days. Ah, let's sing just two more before we release you. Hey.
God bless you. It has been wonderful to be here. Amen. It's like Jacob says, this place, I have seen the Lord. Amen. That supernatural encounter. There is a Zulu one. It you see our gospel is not earthly it comes from eternity then it came to pick to pick us up in time and it's taking us back to it doesn't end up here ah this one receive your million Ah, when you die it dies but this one you look beyond the grave and say, I was looking at my body, sleeping on the bed. Then I started marching, and I met other brethren, saints that have long gone. Then I hugged them, I say, how are you? Are you with me? Yeah. Ah, this one of saying, 17 ways of being a millionaire. Yeah, will not teach you how to make money. If you want to know how to make money, go and listen to Bill Gates. Here we preach the gospel. Amen. Amen. I, I, can't com- I can't compete with them. I don't even make the money that they make. But I can teach you that the heaven way. Amen. Amen. Give us that one till we see you on Wednesday. Wednesday meeting, there was just something about this Wednesday meeting. Something, there was just a shift and maybe somewhat it, it's like we are tapping into the essence Amen. of what Wednesday meetings are. Amen. Amen. And I want to encourage you, if you have a matter that you would want us to pray for, Amen. just forward us to the deacons. Wednesday, we're going to lay it out here, believe us in unison are going to break into prayer and intercede for you. Wednesday is our intercession. You you know that you are a priest. Not just a priest, priest, but a prince and a princess as well. Do you agree? Brother Arnold says, I must send thanksgiving to you and say, they never thought, but now they see that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Is because of your when believers begin to get together and pray over the matter, ah, Satan trembles. Amen. God bless you till we meet on Wednesday. Amen. Just turn around and say to your neighbor, God bless you that your name is in the book. Yeah, the, the book from heaven, not Enchia Kirk book, the one from heaven. Amen. Let's worship. God bless you.
Justice to the song. I want to translate it to those that don't know Zulu. I know my Zulu is as bad as it comes, but you see, Brother Bram says, What started on Sunset Mountain will unfold into eternity. Now, the song says, This gospel of ours doesn't end up here, it goes all the way to the heavens. Are you still with me? It ties up with what Brother says. says, what started on Sunset Mountain will unfold into eternity. Now you can sing with an understanding. Amen. And you Zulu people, if I speak Zulu, don't go to English. Help me to learn Zulu. Amen. God bless you. Oh yes. Oh, I'm 